to Benedettiville, ladies and gentlemen. This is Gio Benedetti, one-fourth of the Benedettiville team here at Benedettiville's Small Town Adventures, coming to you on KPCA here in lovely Petaluma, California, streaming live on kpca.fm. Happy July, everybody. The Benedetti family is going to be on vacation for all of July and August. During this time, we're going to be working on more episodes, new material, getting new stories written, all kinds of great stuff. So in the meantime, we're going to be bringing you a little bit of a best of Benedettiville. You know, we've done 21 episodes so far. That's 21 hours of Benedettiville original material. There's so much great stuff to pull from. In today's episode, we're going to bring you our Admiral Snack Bar adventures, both of them here in the same episode. We're going to have some songs. We're going to have a story. We're going to have all kinds of our little goofy commercials that we've got for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the first of our July Best of Benedettiville episodes. And let us first bring you this word from our dearest of sponsors. Mom, Dad, has this ever happened to you? You wake up in the morning? Well, you might just want to check out coffee. It's just the thing to start the day off right. What's that? It's almost noon. Try some coffee to keep that pep in your step. Have you ever been awake right around 2 o'clock in the afternoon? Well, that's as good a time as any for coffee. In fact, have you ever been walking around your house, neighborhood, or workplace with empty, cold hands while sleepy? Well, shucks, that's also a fine time and reason to pour a cup of coffee. Coffee for always and anytime and all the time. It's the best darn drink that you ever did drunk. It's the best drink for that dough dog dog. Coffee, yeah, that's coffee. It's the best libation that you ever libated, but you gotta remember to stay hydrated. Coffee. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, coffee. Sweet, 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 sweet coffee. Well, this week... We went to the farmer's market. I know I told you it was going to be a best of, but we actually have a few original pieces to put in this week. We can't help it. We can't stop making this stuff. It's too darn fun. 
Anyway, Benedettiville, we had our very, very first farmer's market at downtown Petaluma in the theater district this week. And we didn't just go to check out what kind of stuff the farms were marketing at the old farmer's market. We were there to hang out. We told stories, we sang songs, we drew pictures with y'all, we drew dragons. Rocco and Blue came in our little puppet theater, and they were hanging out, and they were lucky enough to interview Petaluma's own Cooper. Do you guys know Cooper? Well, you're going to get to in a second. We recorded the interview, and we would love to play it for you right about now. What's going on out there? Hey! What's up? <laughs> What's Blue doing here? I thought, this is my house. Somebody knocked on my door. Is you? Is that you? No. Oh. Hey, did you want to talk to Rocco? He's sleeping in there. He's so lazy, man. I yeah. tell you what. You want to talk to him? Yeah. Hey, Rocco! Get out. Somebody want to talk to you down here. What's your name? Cooper. Cooper wants to talk to you. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, he looks like a real cool kid. Super cool. Hey, Cooper. What? You pretty cool kid? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Okay. Hey, he's got to, like, uh, just get up real quick, splash some water on his face. I'm going to go get him. You wait here for one second, okay? Okay. All right, hang in there. All right. Okay. <laughs> he is so <laughs> What are you going to ask him when you see him? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Hello? Uh, Hello. Oh, Whoa, Cooper. Hi. What's up, bro? Hi. Well, you caught me in the middle of, uh, well, like, there's, like, mid-morning nap, <laughs> and then, like, later on nap. This you see this line? And this we is, like, evening nap, right there. you know? You. What? what are you doing? Welcome, Western. I'm just chilling, bro. Just chilling at the farmer's market. How do you like the farmer's market? Pretty good. <laughs> yeah? What? If you had a favorite part of the farmer's market, like, what are some of the things that you like um, about the farmer's market? Playing games. Yeah? What do you think about those uh, chickens over there? Uh, didn't get a chance. Do you think you're going to take one home? No. You sure? No. I don't even know if they'd let you. Dude. Don't try it. They might like... Steve, I could make a steak. Uh, hey, Cooper. What? Where'd you go? Uh, over here. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Hey, Cooper. What? You're in downtown Petaluma, and it's a beautiful summer day, am I right? Yeah. What are some of the things you like to do on beautiful summer days in Petaluma? Go to some lessons. Yeah? Mm-hmm. How's that going? Good. Can you swim? Oh, I'm practicing on it. That's awesome, dude. Guess what I cannot do? What? I cannot swim, dude. Not even a little bit. <laughs> do not drop me in any water, okay? Okay. Guess what happens? What? I just get soggy, and then I sink. Yep. All puppets do. Did you notice he doesn't have any arms? Do you think they have, like, puppet swimming lessons? Uh, don't really know. No, me neither, dude. Well, what are, what are some of the things you're up to this summer? You got, like, plans other than learning to swim? Camping. Yeah. Love camping. Swimming. Great else. <laughs> Nothing? Chilling? Hanging out? Chilling? Yeah, dude. That was, that's maybe yeah. the best part of summer. Sleeping in, uh, having breakfast. Hello, Rocco. Yeah. Hey, oh, don't get past this. Watch the red hey, lights. Keep, Stay uh, past the red oh, lights. No. Watch the red lights. You're line. not even going to believe this, but uh, I keep all my best bases in my room, and you're not going to believe this, but I think Blue's, like, playing them right now. I got to go tell him to knock it off. 
Uh, I gotta go. It was really great to talk to you, man. Take care. Have a great summer, all right? Okay. Okay, see you later. Blue, knock it off, man. Get, put that away. He does not know how to do anything on that base, man. Knock it off, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Is he going to come back? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Oh, man, that guy is so, so, now he doesn't know how to share his base. You know what? I think he's got to listen to that song about sharing. All right? Yeah. All right. Hey, I got to go, too. It's time for my evening jazz listening. All right? Wait, hold on, Blue. You got to Keep little... it cool out here, you Blue, guys. You See you later. you got something. You got some schmutz. Oh, got, hey, I got it. Sorry. Thank right. you very much. That's a real friend right there. Yeah. All right. I got you. I got to go. I'll see you later. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, Blue. Places that I've been, places that I've been. Some of them I've loved and some I'd never go again. Places that I've been, places that I've been. Are they real or pretended? All that stuff really happening. The stories that I told you about. We wanted to go for a hike, so we did And someone found a neat spot on the map A lake of some kind The hike was long and steep and rough The sun was hot and I huffed and puffed Hoping for a swim and then a nap Didn't happen Cause the place was called Bloodsucker Lake Oh no! And when I jumped in I got leeches on my face that I've been, places that I've been, are they real or pretended, all that stuff really happening, the stories that I told you about, the places that I've been, places that I've been, places that I've been. It's always when you least expect it. Excuse me from this lovely meal, family, but I think old dad needs to use the potty. It's something you never planned for. Will you be back right away, or will you be taking a book with you? Oh, I'll be needing a book. A long one. Ah, here's an encyclopedia. Don't wait for me, gang. A tragedy waiting just a room away. Okay, wow. All right, wait. No! No! That's right. An empty roll of toilet paper. Toilet paper emergency! Toilet paper emergency! Never fear! Toilet paper emergency person is here! Always appearing a discreet distance away, giving you your privacy, but always bringing toilet paper to where it's needed most. Whoa, toilet paper emergency person. Boy, am I glad to hear your voice from a discreet distance away. Thanks for giving me my privacy. Let me get you some toilet paper and I'll be on my way. 
Wow, rolls of toilet paper have just magically appeared. That was amazing. Thanks, toilet paper emergency person. You're welcome. Remember, avoid toilet paper emergencies and always take a peep before you take a seat. I think your catchphrase needs a little work. Yeah, I'm still working on that one. Well, I must be off. I hear a call from afar. Someone else is having a toilet paper emergency. Thanks, toilet paper emergency person. Hey, you're back. What took you so long? Oh, nothing. I was just mesmerized by all that great, fresh toilet paper we have up there. Now, please pass me some of that delicious salad. Did you wash your hands? Well, ladies and gentlemen, the very, very most requested thing that we have heard here at Benedettiville, the thing that people enjoy, the thing that people want to hear more of, are the adventures of Admiral Snackbar and his intergalactic cafeteria with his stalwart crew. Well, we heard you. And so, on this very first Best of Benedettiville, we're going to be bringing you the full episodes of Admiral Snackbar. Pretty much back-to-back. -back. I think we threw a few commercials in between, but they're pretty much slammed right back-to-back. -back. So, get your popcorn ready. We'll give you a minute to get the butter on there and melt that butter up. A little salt, a little sugar, if you're feeling like some kettle corn. You know, my older brother, Michael Benedetti, and his family are actually the masterminds and the creators of Admiral Snack Bar. They recorded it, and then they send it to us, and then we get to put it here on the radio. Now, this is an invitation that is open to my brother, Michael, but it's also open to you, listeners and wonderful people enjoying Benedettiville. If you've got a good idea, let us know. Record it. Send it to us. We'll put it on the radio. It's that easy. All right. Time to get to outer space. Let's do this. The darkness of space. A backdrop of stars. And into view comes a large, hulking, sputtering spaceship. It is the space delicatessen of Admiral Snackbar. It's a snack! Inside, we find Admiral Snackbar talking to his security officer. Tabasco! Tabasco! Cornelius, what is it? I told you, call me Admiral. Sorry, Admiral. That's better. I'm looking for the shipment of cheddar cheese. It does not look like it came in. What happened? I'm sorry, sir. The cheddar cheese shipment called in. They're delayed one day. This is terrible. What are our chefs gonna do? How can they make grilled cheese sandwiches without cheddar cheese? I'm not sure, sir. This may be a rash suggestion, but perhaps we use Swiss. Nonsense. Chefs, come here! Yes, Cornelius uh, Admiral, sir! Chef A! Yep. Chef B! Yes, sir. We're out of cheddar cheese. Cheddar cheese? How about we make the grilled cheese? Oh my, that is a dilemma, sir. We have a tailgate party before the space hockey game. 
In the Gromula galaxy, we need to make 4,000 grilled cheese sandwiches. And we have no cheddar cheese. Also, the engines are broken. Oh, my. How will we make such a cheese sandwiches? The, the engines sir? are broken, sir? Yes, Tabasco. Go down and talk to Peps and see what you can do. Security agent Tabasco makes his way down the rusty, clunky bucket of bolts excuse for a spaceship down to the engine room. Paps! Yeah? Where are you? I'm down here! Are you aware that the engines are broken? I don't know! Uh, well they are. Okay, should I fix them? The Admiral requests that you repair them immediately. Okay. Engineer Pops? Yeah! This is Admiral Snackbar! What do you want? I need a status on the engines! Well, I'm gonna fix them. Just need to replace some wires. Also, the ovens don't work either! I'll fix them after I fix the engine! Hurry up, Pops! Okay! Now, chefs! Tell me what your plan is if we can't make grilled cheese. Well, sir, we could make uh, cheese and crackers. We don't have any cheese. Oh yeah. We could make grilled pickles instead. But there will be Flosburns there, and Flosburns hate pickles. That we don't want happen. to deal with an angry Flosburn again. You remember what happened last time? Yes. I'm glad your arm grew back. Right. You're up here pretty fast, Peps. Is the engines working? Yeah. Fantastic. Now fix the ovens. Okay. Chef A, you haven't said anything. What's your idea? Chef B seems to be coming up with all the ideas. Maybe I only need one chef back there. My idea? We make croutons. Everybody likes croutons. That's right. But they aren't grilled cheese sandwiches. No, but everyone likes croutons. That's very true. All right. Pops! Yeah? Fire up the engines. We're okay. heading to the Gromula system. Okay. But, sir, what are we going to do with thousands and thousands of pounds of bread? Croutons. I think we should put... Croutons in bread make crouton sandwiches. Tabasco! Yes, sir. Into the mess hall! Double quick! Someone is stealing the snacks! I'm right there, sir! Well, isn't Agent Tabasco getting his workout today? He tears through the ship like a hurricane on his way to the mess hall. Freeze! You'll never catch me! This is Terry Tabasco, Chief Security Officer of Admiral Snackbar's ship. Where's his grilled cheese? These uh, croutons are delicious, but, uh... Oh, what's that behind you? Look over there! What? <laughs> He'll never catch me. No, he's escaped! Lock all the doors! <sighs> Escape pod number seven has just ejected! <sighs> That's terrible! Sir, we need to send out a ship after him. We've lost all the croutons! Packs! Get me the communications! Okay! Open the channel to Escape Pod 7! Yeah! All of my hard work lost to some uh, snack stealer. 
Is the communication channel open? Yeah. To the thief in Escape Pod 7. Bring back our croutons or we will be forced to use force. <laughs> Admiral Snapbar, is it? <laughs> You'll never catch me. Also, these croutons are stale. That's despicable. Our croutons are not stale. They're just mildly old. Will the crew be able to catch Escape Pod 7? Will they regain their croutons? Will they be able to deliver food to the tailgate parties for space hockey? Tune in next time in the adventures of Admiral Snackbar. It's a snack! Uh, I'm so tired. I don't want to get up for school. Me either. These blankets are so warm and cozy. And look out the window. It's going to be a beautiful day. We could be playing outside right now. We could build a fair house or play tag. We could ride bikes or roller skates. Sorry, but I'm starting to have to go to school. I wish there was some other way. I wish I had a robot to win that looked just like me and could go to school for me. And also do my chores and all my homework. What's that, kids? Did you say you wish you had a robot twin that looked just like you and could go to school for you and do your chores and homework? Yes! Actually, yeah, that is literally exactly what we just said. Then you need Robot Twin Incorporated. Here at RoboTwin, we make robot twins for kids who would rather be doing something else. You do? Affirmative. If you don't want to go to school, your robot twin can go to school for you. Your robot twin will look just like you. No one will know the difference unless they notice the robot voice. They might notice the robot voice. I want one. I want one today. Me too, me too. What do I do? We do not deal with parents. We only deal directly with kids. You need only dial us on the nearest banana phone. We receive information on the banana waves. We will give you all the information you need when you call our headquarters. Great, we have bananas downstairs. Mom, Dad, can we have bananas for our breakfast? On peel, please. Sure thing, kids. Just get out of bed and get ready for school already. Oh, I will. I sure will. It will be me getting ready, not a robot twin. Yeah, me too. No robot twins here. Wink. Nod. Thanks, Robo-Twin! Remember, if you wish you had a robot twin that looked just like you and could go to school for you and do your chores and homework, pick up a banana and call Robo-Twin Incorporated. We do not accept calls from grown-ups. Robo-Twin, 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 Robo-Twin Incorporated. Call us right now. Playing at the park for a picnic lunch It was summertime and we did that a bunch And I wandered off into the nearby woods I was walking around when I noticed a door Standing where I'd never seen a door before So I opened it to see just what I could And I stepped into the palace of a queen She said, welcome to the land of golden dreams 
darkness of space, a backdrop of stars, and into view comes a large, hulking, sputtering spaceship. It is the space delicatessen of Admiral Snackbar. It's a snack! Proprietor of fine foods and snacks. Let's review last week's episode. Admiral Snackbar and the crew had been hired to provide snacks for the Gromulans for the giant space hockey tournament. Their shipment of cheddar cheese was late, and that forced them to find a new snack they decided on croutons. But the croutons were stolen by a snack thief. The snack thief left in escape pod number seven, and the crew, even now, is hot on the trail, eager to reclaim their lost croutons, and eager to feed the Gromulans, because, as everyone in the galaxy knows, a hungry Gromulan is a dangerous Gromulan. Computer! Yes? Have you located escape pod seven yet? Yes? Well, where is it? It has landed on an unknown planet. Unknown? Aren't you a computer? Mm. Tabasco! There's something you should see here, sir. This planet is shaped like a giant cheeseburger. It looks delicious. Computer? Yes? Land us as close as you can to escape pod 7 and on the double because we need to recover those croutons. Landing ship. The space delicatessen lands on the mysterious and unknown hamburger planet. The landscape is desolate and barren, broken here and there by groups of huts made from the surrounding rocks. Tabasco! Sir? I need you and Peps to go out there, locate escape pod 7, bring back the escape pod, and as many croutons as you can. Immediately, sir. Peps, come with me. We're gonna go find this escape pod. Chef A, Chef B, we're gonna stay here and try to get some customers. Okay. Let's start preparing some snacks and uh, broadcasting the intergalactic delicatessen signal. While the crew on board the space delicatessen search for life in the form of customers, Tabasco and Peps search for life of a different kind, namely snack thieves in Escape Pod 7 with a cargo full of croutons. Hmm, there's clearly intelligent life here. I'm not sure if they're friendly or not, though. Keep a lookout. In time, they stumble upon the mysterious and very much abandoned and empty Escape Pod 7.
Tabasco! I'm here, sir. What's going on? The escape pod appears to have been abandoned. We don't see any tracks. We're not sure if the thief escaped. Are there any croutons? The croutons are gone, too. Ah, uh, well, bring the escape pod back here on the double. The mysterious snack thief seems to have escaped this time. And so Tabasco and Peps are soon in Escape Pod 7 flying back to the space delicatessen thanks to the handy mechanical repair work of Peps. Back on the delicatessen, it is a scene of worry and consternation. How to satisfy the hungry Gromulans. Make whatever you can. All right, sir. Hurry, I've just received reports that there's rioting down on Gromulan galaxies. You've seen what happens to Gromulans when they run out of food. It is not a pretty sight. Warning! Detected incoming Gromulan ship! This is Commander Zrek of the Gromulan Armada. We have come for grilled cheese sandwiches. Yes, we have. We're very hungry. We are. We're in fact so hungry that we are angry. Of course. We're so angry that we are going to blow up your ship unless we get some grilled cheese sandwiches. Of course! No fair putting Swiss cheese in there. We only want cheddar cheese. Yes! And, um, we also want some tomato soup. Yes, we do! We love tomato soup. We do! And we're gonna blow you up probably anyway, because we're so hungry that we are so mad that we just need to blow something up. Yes! Are you ready to blow something up, Commander? Yes. Okay, push the button to fire lasers. I'm pushing it right now. So long, Admiral Snack Bar. Sorry we had to blow you up with our lasers, but we're very angry. We hope you have a great evening and you blow it up house. Ha ha ha. Battle stations, battle stations. Peps, put the shields on. Tabasco, prepare the food cannon. Yes, sir. When's the last time we used this thing, sir? Uh, I'm not sure. Chef A, load the snacks into the food cannon. All right, the granola bombs. Here you go. Put more cheese sauce. Aim, fire! These granola bombs with the extra cheese sauce are quite delicious, don't you think, Commander? Yes. Yeah, they're very tasty. I don't, I'm not that hungry anymore after eating these. Me either. Yeah, I'm pretty full. Me too. I'm not angry anymore either. I'm happy. Let's turn the lasers off, okay? Okay. Okay, sorry about that, Admiral Snack Bar. We just get so angry when we're hungry. But, um... I guess we'll see you around the galaxy, and uh, next time just bring us the grilled cheese sandwiches when you're supposed to, right? Yes! Okay, well, so long. Bye! The Gromulans have been fed and disaster has been avoided. Admiral Snackbar and his crew retire aboard the Space Delicatessen for a well-deserved rest and... a snack. Where will their adventures take them next? What has become of the mysterious snack thief? Find out on the further adventures of Admiral Snackbar. It's a snack! Oh man, I love Admiral Snackbar. 
I can't wait to get more of that stuff. We're going to be writing some more stuff and recording more amazing pieces of a radio drama during the months of July and August. That's why we're doing this best stuff, to give us some time to get some new material together. So, that's what we're doing. Now let's get on to the next thing. Wait, hey, what do you want? I'm, I'm busy in here. Recording the commercial, Dave, and action. Oh, right, the commercial. Hey, hey, hey there, you. I've got space helmets. Dave's space helmets. I've got them all over. I have a house that is almost literally full of space helmets, used ones. And most of them, to be honest, they're broken. But, but if you want to go to space, and you can't afford some slick, fancy, new-fangled, not-broken helmet from my sleazy cousin Dino over at his space helmet shop, well, then shoot, I guess you can have one of mine. No, or buy it. You should buy it. Unless it's really broken, then I, I guess I'd just give it to you. But if it's really just kind of scratched up or just rusty, maybe just cracked, then... Hey, you should pay for those, maybe. My whole downstairs bathroom right now is filled up with official Rugon military surplus helmets. So, if your head is shaped kind of like a donkey, but with big tusks, I have some really nice helmets for you to choose from. <sighs> Dave, still recording. And we're live. Let's go. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, still still going, huh? Okay, well, there you go. I have lots of space helmets here. Man, we're not too far out of the way here on Mimas. We're the smallest bunch of matter in the known universe that can hold itself together with its own gravity here on Mimas. You know, a little moon around Saturn. And I know, I know Dino's shop is on Titan... That's the biggest moon of Saturn, and they've got all the amusement parks and the space hotels. And they have the galaxy's only trans-universal zoo there. But hey, here on Mimas, we've got a real big crater. Lots of other little craters. And it's not crowded at all. Okay. And I've got a lot of used space helmets. So come on down and get one. I'm Dave! Not your name, man. The name of the store. Your store! Oh, right. Right. Come to Dave's slightly used space helmets. I'm Dave, and I have lots of helmets that are slightly used. The location! Get the location! Oh, yeah, we're way out here. Totally middle of nowhere. Mimas. Smallest moon is Saturn. Oh... sunny day. I don't remember when, but I think it was May when I saw a ring that sparkled in the light. So shiny. Well, as soon as I put that ring on my hand, with a flash, I was magic to the goblin-y lands. And the goblin said, let's eat him up tonight. That's how they talk. They tied me up and said they'd make a stew. And then argued about what recipe to use. So I hatched a daring plan 
snuck that ring right off my hand And I was back home in the sand But the goblins still have that ring What happens if they put it on? I don't know! Places that I've been Places that I've been Some of them I've loved and some I hope we never, ever, 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 ever go again Places that I've been Places that I've been Are they real or pretended? All that stuff really happening that I told you about the places that I've been, the places that I've been, places that I've been. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I know we said that this was going to be a best of, but I also said that we can't help but make some new stuff. And here I am sitting in Montana getting ready for a music festival, and I've got a new poem this week. So I'm going to record it for you and I hope you enjoy it. It was inspired by the farmer's market. It's called, you guessed it, the farmer's market. And it goes like this. We've got a farmer's market, but it's not quite what I thought. I thought a farmer's market was where farmers could be bought. If a toy store is selling toys and a pet store is selling pets, a farmer's market's got to sell some farmers. So I bet. So I checked out that market and I checked out the farmers. I was looking for a good one, a bright and smiling charmer. I wanted one with overalls, a farm hat and some boots, a farmer that could grow amazing vegetables and fruits. I finally found a farmer, one that looked so good and nice. He was everything I wanted. I just wondered about the price. I said, hello, good evening, sir, and please, how do you do? I'm on the market for a farmer and that farmer might be you. You look okay, a bit well used and maybe not too bright, but that should make you affordable. About ten bucks, am I right? He looked at me all funny. Then he laughed into the kale and said, Ho ho, I'm sorry, kid, but I'm not much for sale. A farmer's market's where we farmers sell the stuff we grew. We don't sell any farmers. I thought everybody knew. Well, not everybody knows, I said. So if it's all the same, if you're not selling farmers here, you ought to change the name. Vegetable and fruit stand works. How about no farmers here? Or market for what farmers grow? At least that would be clear. He stared at me surprised, and I stared right back at him. I was glad I hadn't bought him, as he seemed a little dim. I wheeled around and walked away, straight home and then to bed. Next week, forget the farmers. I'll try the flea market instead. You're listening to Ben and KPCA-FM. All right, you lazy brutes. I need games. My name is Mortimer T. Glub, and Glub Games is my business. We make the biggest, loudest, most expensive games you can buy. I want games with a million parts. I want kids to lose the parts and have to buy the game again. I want fancy, fragile games that will break when the kids play with them and have to buy the game again. What I really want is money. Lots and lots of it. Um... I'm sorry, uh, okay, what, but don't you, don't you also want fun games, good games that are, that are fun to play? Would you like some fun games also? Fun games? Fun games are games that make us money, and don't you forget it. When you're coming up with games for my company, I want you to use Glub's Golden Guide. It's the GGG. Number one, could it be more expensive? The more expensive the game, the more money I make. Pure and simple. 
Number two, could it have more flashing lights and loud noises? The more lights and noises, the more expensive we can make it. Those things are useless, but they look fancy. And then parents get mad, they're annoying, they throw them away, and they gotta buy another game. Hey, genius club. Number three, could it be more complicated? Complicated games can have more parts, more things to lose, more things to break. The more the kids lose and break, the more money we make when they have to buy them all over again. And number four, could it have sequels? Expansion packs. Anything we can do to suck the poor kids into buying more things. Also, coming up with a sequel is easier than coming up with anything original, so we're saving money while we're making money. Now, what do you have for me? What games can we add to the Glub Games catalog this year? You! Hey, you over there! What are you doing hiding under the table? Get out here and tell me your idea! Okay, well, I, I was thinking we could start a series of games called 100 Stars, and the, the first game would come with 100 small, pointy light-up stars. And I like it, I like it. Lots of small pieces, lots of lights. Go on, go on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Okay, well, the game would be that the players would use the stars, and then... Who cares what the game is? We got pieces, we got lights, we can make a hundred stars part one, the solar system. A hundred stars part two, the galaxy. A hundred stars part three, deep space. We can do tie-ins with space movies. We'll make millions. Well, uh, uh, yes, uh, but, the, but the game, okay, now, I, I think that the, the way the game is played is that oh, we can- Oh, shush, you, we're done with a hundred stars. On to the next idea. You over there, with the big smile on your face. What's your idea? Uh, uh, my idea is a, a game called Tag, sir. Keep talking. Okay, well, in this game, you get a group of kids, okay? And, and one kid is it, and the kid that's it has to tag one of the other kids, and another kid gets tagged. That kid is it. And you just run around like crazy, and you're always, like, trying to run away from whoever's it, right? And you're trying to tag someone else because you're it, and you could do you could do it inside, you could do it outside. You really, really, you could do it anywhere. How expensive is it? Oh, uh, it's free, I guess. I mean, it's, you don't buy it, you just play it. What about lights and noises? Oh. I, I guess you could, like, yell and laugh while you're playing. You know, you'll probably be laughing, but uh, it, it doesn't need any lights or any noises, really. It's just, you don't need it. It doesn't sound complicated. Is it complicated? <laughs> no, definitely not complicated. It's just a really fun, simple game. You know, it's like, tag. Sequels? Expansion packs? Like, Tag 2, The Return of Tag. Realms of Tag, expansion number seven. Backyard Tag, expansion for Front Yard Tag. Ultimate Tag with LED taggy gloves. You don't need any of that stuff, that's, that's crazy. Why would you do that for Tag? That's, you don't need it. What kind of game is that? No one will ever play a game like that. Tag, it's ridiculous. A game that's free with no parts and no lights and no noises that isn't complicated and doesn't have sequels. Get out of here. Hey, hey, what, what, what are you doing walking over here? What are you on about? Get that finger away from my nose! <laughs> Tag, you're it! <laughs> hmm. Tag. Ridiculous. All right, next idea. And this one better be expensive and complicated.
Places that I've been. Which ones are real? Which ones are made up, do you think? Can you tell? Do you think I really went to the Goblin-y lands? If you guessed yes, then maybe you're right. I'll never tell the actual answer, but it's fun to think about. What about Jen? Do you think she went to the land of golden dreams? I do. I'm pretty sure she's been there. Anyway, enough about the places that we've been. Let's hear, perhaps, a story. All right, let's see here. Uh, Once upon a robot? No, no. Once upon a circuit board? No, once upon... Rats, I am having a really hard time coming up with an idea for the story this week. Oh, no, the story music. There's no time. It's story time right now. I'm going to have to... Oh, I could just activate my story droid. It's a robot. I got a robot from a really strange bookstore when I was uh, traveling in some very far off lands. It's a little weird, a little dusty, but uh, it has an instructions button on it here. I've never used it before. I'll just push the instruction button then. All right, there. Instructions. If you cannot think of a story, activate your story droid. With a limited amount of information, your story droid will be able to turn out a complete story in a matter of minutes. If you have the upgraded model, you can even have your story in seconds. All you will need are an idea, a character, a problem, then press create story. The story droid will then create the requested story within the given parameters. The power button is located underneath my chin. When you are ready, activate your robot. Instructions complete. Wow, sounds perfect. Here's the power button right under the chin and on. Story droid model A38 now online. Error detected, error detected. To ignore this warning, push the ignore button. We advise you get this error checked out right away and do not write any stories until the error message has been checked and cleared and taken to Oh, right. I remember the bookstore owner waggling those bushy eyebrows at me when I bought this. He was hollering some kind of warning, but I didn't speak the language too well. I'm sure it's fine. Besides, there's no time. I need a story right now. Ignore. Error ignored. Awaiting idea input. Please speak your idea into the microphone located in StoryDroid's ear modules. An idea, huh? Okay. Uh, the idea is... robots. Please input character. Okay. The character will be a young kid. Maybe a first grader in Petaluma. Please input problem. Okay. The problem is that the first grader has to build a robot for school, for her class. And she does out of cardboard boxes and blocks and stuff. And then it somehow turns on and then it starts getting into all kinds of mischief and stuff. Parameters received. Press the glowing story button to create your story. (laughs) That was so easy. That took no time at all. Hey, this is fantastic. Okay. Uh, write my story, story droid. Oh, wow, look at it go! Oh, those pages just come really shooting out of that paper slot. I gotta grab them. 
keep them in order here. Hey, yeah, this story is pretty good. I gotta use this thing way more often. This is so much easier than sitting down and having to write a whole story. Story complete. Now activating demonstration mode. Wait, demonstration mode? No, no thanks, story droid. You can just turn back off now. I'll just push this big cancel demonstration button here and okay. Error detected. Demonstration mode locked. Cannot cancel. Now activating demonstration mode. Demonstration mode locked? Oh no. Was that the error from before? Maybe, maybe I should have checked that out. Oh, story droid. Story droid, what is demonstration mode? As requested in demonstration mode, I will now act out the parts of the story created, beginning with the scene in which the robot mischievously pours all the milk out onto the floor of the kitchen. Wait, what? No, that is not requested at all. No, 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 no. Story droid, get back here. Get, get away from the kitchen. Get out of the fridge. Put the milk down. No, no, no. Stop pouring out the milk. Oh my gosh, what a mess. Error, error, demonstration mode locked. I will now demonstrate the next scene in which the robot breaks all of the windows in the house. D breaks all the windows? Oh no. No, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. I can't, it's too heavy and strong. I can't stop this thing. Cut it out, story droid. Cancel, stop, desist, abort, escape, delete. Error, demonstration mode, blocked. Yeah, the windows. Man, this. This might be kind of funny if it was in a story, but it's not that funny when it's actually your house. Wait, wait a minute, the story back in the office. If I can read ahead, maybe I could find out how it ends. Maybe the kid in the story has some way to stop the robot. I gotta get, I gotta get that. Demonstration mode locked. Begin next scene, drawing all over the walls. Oh, okay, I got it. Let's see, I gotta put these pages together. Um, okay, once upon a time there was a first grader, right, 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 skip, 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 uh-huh, okay, oh, there's the part with the milk, <laughs> actually that part's kind of funny in the story, in the windows, oh, the walls, oh no, and then it digs up the garden, demonstration mode locked, error, error, begin next scene, digging up the garden, yeah, right on schedule, okay, next, oh no, it's gonna poke holes in the tires of all the cars, and then it, then it has a massive food fight with the first grader and then the neighbor girl kid who's over for lunch and man, how do they stop it? Skip, 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 skip ahead. Begin next scene, poking holes in the tires of the cars. Okay, let's see. Ah, here it is. Okay, so the girl, the first grader, and her neighbor are covered head to toe in food from the food fight, remember? Okay, and then the, uh, the robot goes outside and they chase after it just as it's about to let out the dog and the chickens all over the neighborhood. And then just as it's in the middle of the backyard, the girls grab the hose. Stephanie, the first grader in the story, grabs the hose and she says, Let her rip, May, which I guess is the name of her neighbor friend. And they're both covered in food. And let's see. Okay, so May turns on the water full blast. Stephanie aims the hose at the mischievous robot, catches it full in the face with a sloppy stream of water. Error, error, error. Demonstration mode locked. Begin next scene. Food fight with kiddos. Can't turn it off. I don't know how it's broken. This is disgusting. Sorry, Maya. 
Okay, so here, the story goes on, the water splashed all over the robot's head and its gears and its circuits and wires and buttons, and Stephanie kept spraying, and May hooted the encouragement, and sparks shot from the robot as the water seeped into its control centers and power circuits, and it sputtered, stopped moving, and then, in a big billowy cloud of smoke, it made a tremendous popping sound and froze and tilted down, and it was off. That's a great way for the story to go. That's a good plan. Maya, Stella, we gotta get to the backyard right now. But I'm a mess. The robot threw food all over me. Yeah, me too. Okay, I know, I know, I know. But we can stop this crazy robot if we just get outside and use the hose. I read everything ahead in the story. I know how it's gonna go. Okay, Maya, you turn on the water. Stella, you aim the hose and give that wacky story droid everything you got, okay? Okay. All right, go team. Demonstration mode still locked forever. Begin next scene. Release the animals out of the yard. Okay, here it comes. Ready? Okay, here goes. Okay, Mr. Robot, I think you need a shower. Yeah, that's it, gals. Nice work. Nice shooting, Stella. You got it right in the face. Demonstration mode locked. We got it. It stopped. It's off. The milk on the floor, the broken windows, the walls, and the tires. Uh, a little bit out of hand. The food? Okay, okay, yeah, you're right, you guys. It's a total disaster. Wait, wait a minute. The story continues. L let me read it. Maybe, maybe it works out somehow. I don't know. Okay, it says here... Uh, Maya and Stella got right to work. They gathered up some string, a few pipe cleaners, and a roll of tape, and they began to repair the wet and soggy robot. In no time at all, they had it fixed, reprogrammed, and ready for action. Wow, you guys are really smart. They turned it on, and like a flash, the robot mopped the milk off the floor, repaired the windows, cleaned the walls, patched the tires, and cleaned up the food fight. It then went into the corner, turned itself off, and rested quietly in the clean and peaceful house. The end... Wow, okay, come on girls, we gotta go find some string and some pipe cleaners and tape. We might just get a happy ending out of this story after all. The, the end. end! Well, ladies and gentlemen, you know what that music means. It means it's the end of this episode of Benedettiville's Small Town Adventures. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back here next week here on KPCA 103.3 FM, streaming live on the net at kpca.fm. And it'll be another best of show all the way through July and August. So if there's something that you want to hear that you heard earlier, let us know. We've got an email address, mail at benedettiville.com. We've got a P.O. Box, P.O. Box 336 at the Mail Depot in Petaluma. That's 40 on 4th Street, Petaluma, 94954. Benedettiville is GeoGen, Stella, and Emmeline Benedetti, and all the stories and silliness in this episode were co-created by Benedettiville. Also, thanks to Mike, Julia, Dante, Marina, Valentino, and Nico Benedetti for Admiral Snack Bar's adventures. So much fun. Big thanks to Blue and Rocco and the Farmer's Market, and a huge thanks to Cooper for the interview. As always, we thank Rob, Jared, and John down at PCA for making all the radio stuff happen. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Coffee, Dave's Slightly Used Space Helmets, and RoboTwin Incorporated. Hope you're having a good summer out there, everybody. We'll look forward to talking to you next week, and take care. Have some fun times out there. So long. <laughs>